The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Venite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is the Lord our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 16 and 111. Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no good like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another God, shall have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My reins also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my joy, my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For why? Thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is pleasure forevermore. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all of them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had an honor and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment, 
All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 13th verse of the 57th uh, chapter of the book of Isaiah. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you, but the wind will carry them all away. A breath will take them, but he who puts his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. The one shall say, heap it up, heap it up, prepare the way, take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a con contrite and humble heart to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. For I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry, for the spirit would fail before me, and the souls which I have made. For the iniquity of his covetous, covetous, covet, yeah, I was angry and struck him. I hid and was angry, and he went on backsliding in the way of his heart. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will also lead him and restore comforts to him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace to him who is far off and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the seventh verse of the second chapter of the, the second letter to Timothy. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in war warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer must be first to partake of the crops. 
Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not changed. Chained. Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Jesus, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not the Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as pass man's understanding, 
pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Um, our lessons uh, really focus today on um, a kind of continuation of the logic of last Sunday's uh, mass lessons, which started to um, lead us into an exploration of the uh, ultimate futility of all work that is not revived again by the um, presence of God, by the spirit of God um, that breathes life and gives life um, to all things. Um, we saw that in the, the sense of futility that St. Peter had um, and how it was his work, his sense of his work was revived and reoriented um, towards a fruitful end by our Lord who called him into his service. And today we, we extend the logic of that, particularly to emphasize the, um, the role of religious labor, um, of religious works, um, and, of re and of the practice of religion, um, which is a basic, a thing that is basic to humans. Uh, and so today we're, uh, we look at Isaiah 57 and in uh, 2 Timothy 2 as a way of, of seeing the, the, the distinction of humanity left to its unaided religious impulses and its undirected religious impulses versus the fruitful religious, the fr fruitful work of, of, of the spiritual life that is done um, in the spirit and um, in Christ. So Isaiah 57, uh, the part we didn't read just, uh, just prior to the lesson beginning in verse 13 there is, uh, is a rather awful reminder of, of why Judah was sent into exile um, in Babylon, which we have been reading about in our evening prayer lessons. Um, and it mainly has to do with the fact that they were they had gone way past just kind of dabbling in the in the kind of division of heart that allows one to pledge a, uh, to try to pledge allegiance to multiple gods. And what they had eventually been doing is they completely neglected the work, uh, the, the their, their their sort of pious duty to their God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and had begun sacrificing their children to a rather nasty, uh, a particularly nasty Canaanite deity named Molech, um, whose idol they had set up um, on the plain outside Jerusalem. Um, and required ultimately the sacrifice of infant children, um, which they started doing on uh, pretty regularly. It was for this that they were they were stripped from the land and sent into exile. This was the this was the this was a line too far. Um, that, that that and and God says, I have been incredibly patient with you, but this this for this you're going into into exile and into judgment. But it's not in our in our passage today. It's not without. Um, the promise that the anger of the Lord will relent and that he will draw them back in again and remake them as a people. And it's really that key thing, of, that key verb of remaking that becomes significant, um, that 
the, the scriptures are unflinchingly realistic um, in terms of what happens to our religious impulses if we are not fundamentally remade by God. And that ultimately they will start off as romantic. They will start off as um, kind of vague and spiritualized and uh, benevolent. And slowly but surely they will sink into a blood and death cult that requires the sacrifice of our fellow man. Um, and ultimately, that is the tr true trajectory of all unaided religious impulse, um, unless we are fundamentally remade in the heart by God. Um, and so it throws a rather dour light on, um, on, on the practice of religion, um, unless it is filled again with the spirit of life. Um, and that's exactly what Paul is getting at here, that um, although he is being chained, although he is being like destroyed piece by piece by his enemies, in, you know, the gospel is not uh, destroyed and he is still very much alive, even though he is confined, even though he's under threat of execution. Um, he is more alive than ever. And it's only possible to have that kind of perspective if one is no longer um, if one has been um, has sort of already died, so to speak, and has already risen. And that fundamentally is the Christian gospel, as we'll get in mass today. The uh, the epistle lesson will be from Romans, where Paul de uh, details what it means for Christ to die and rise again. It means death has died in, in a very real way. It is not a poetic metaphor, but that the power of death that brings the body to corruption that brings the soul to distortion and that brings all of our religious impulses ultimately into a horrific blood cult um, has been dealt a mortal blow itself such that we can actually be rescued from it and redeemed by it by the power of Christ's resurrection. But we, like him, have to die to death in order to rise to life. And so in being baptized into Christ, we die to death. Death has no more dominion over us. We have been fundamentally remade. And out of that new life that we receive are able to exercise both that religious impulse and the, our, our work, our impulse, our, 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 our you know, quality of being able to work, our quality of being able to be in community, our quality of being able to worship, all of these things are have a chance at being redeemed only because we participate in the new life that is not um, bound by the corrupting influence of death. So ultimately, uh, in the Christian accounting of things, um, it is not it is not um, fundamentally a, a, a sort of a sin problem. A sin problem is a real thing. Uh, an idolatry problem is a real thing. But ultimately, we have a corruption slash death problem that has to be dealt with at the most foundational level of who we are, without which all attempts at righteousness will just become moralism. All attempts at laboring will just become toil. And but when we are remade, when we are reborn into that new life, we are given a life that makes our, you know, our, our, our tendency to strive toward God something that can be made into a beautiful communion with God, the Trinity. And likewise, our work uh, can be made into something that can actually bear fruit uh, and not just become a kind of ironic and cruel toil for us. So for us, it's good to remember this morning as the scriptures lead us into this, that um, that we should beware of a vague spirituality. We should be um, re we should remember that it is not about being more spiritual and it's not about being more um, uh, sort of righteous or I should say it's not about being merely moral. It's about become. Uh, it's about receiving a righteousness that begins in the restored heart, the heart that is made whole again, and a life that is 
um, that is rehabilitated and made free from the corrupting influence of death and service to death, because otherwise everything we do will be in service to that death. But we belong to the Lord of life. And only in that service is there the true freedom of being able to labor unto life. So to remember that, that beneath everything we do are one of those allegiances today. Let us pray. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in today. Happy Sunday to you all, and thanks to Jack, my co-leader, this morning. Hope you have a wonderful start to your week. I'm sorry I read more scripture than I was supposed to. <laughs> Never apologize for that. <laughs> I thought I thought it fit well though. It did. Definitely. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Good days all.